Hello, this is Dan Jones, another quiet talk for you that I hope will bless your life and encourage your walk with Jesus. You know, there's nothing quite like seeing a strong man on his knees calling out to God. It's hard for men to admit they need help. A man wants to be self-sufficient. That's nature. But the fact is, we need help. There will come a time when we'll face a situation that's too big for us. David knew what that was like. David was a great uh, musician and songwriter, but we sometimes forget that he was a fierce fighter. He didn't hang up his weapons after he killed Goliath. He remained a warrior. When David's son, Absalom, launched, launched a coup against his father, the king, David and his loyalists fled Jerusalem. Absalom knew that to remain king, he must kill his father and his father's supporters. When he took counsel from his advisors, one of them said to him, You know that your father and his men are mighty men, and that they are enraged like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field. Besides, your father is expert in war. That was David's reputation. He was a mighty warrior. And yet David knew that his strength was in the Lord. When he confronted the giant, he said to him, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Years later, David wrote Psalm 18 after God delivered him from all his enemies. In verses 4 through 6, we read this. The cords of death encompassed me, and the torrents of ungodliness terrified me. The cords of hell surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry for help before him came into his ears. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. There is nothing unmanly about crying out to God for help. It doesn't make us weak. Let me confess something to you here about me. This is actually a weakness of mine. My weakness, well, one of my many weaknesses is that I have a very hard time asking for help. There have been many times in my life as a minister when I should have gotten help from people in the church to do various things. And that's not just because I wasn't up to the task. I should have gotten help because the church is a body and all the members are needed and should function. But deep down, I often feel like I'm a bother. As a pastor, I have mostly been supported by the church throughout my life. They work hard all week, and I ask them to come to church and give a portion of their hard-earned income to pay my salary. So if I ask them to help with something on Thursday after they get off work, I just feel like it's an imposition. Okay, there's my confession. Somebody out there, absolve me, please. Thank you. The fact is, we all need help. As soon as God made Adam, he said, this guy needs help. So he made Eve. 
After 40 years of marriage to my amazing and godly wife, I can clearly see the wisdom of God's design. I need her in so many ways. But this talk is primarily about crying out to God for help. I can assure you of one thing. God doesn't mind being asked for help. When I call out to God, I never feel like I'm imposing on Him, as I often do when asking people for help. He invites us to call on Him. Listen to this great word from Jeremiah 33.3. I love this verse. Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Did you know that not only is God not bothered by our requests, He is longing for us to ask Him for things, for great things. God wants to show His power, not just because He's an egomaniac, but because He wants His children to experience His great love for them. He wants to be our everything. Our problem is not that we want nothing to do with God. Our problem is that we want to be in control and keep God in what we think is his place. We want God to be a part of our lives, and we often feel very righteous for wanting him to have the space in our lives that we have so graciously designated for him. But it doesn't work that way with God. Listen to Paul's words from Ephesians 1. He tells us that God put all things under the feet of Jesus and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. It's those last three words that I want you to focus on. All in all. Is Christ your all in all? Or have you just carved out a little segment of your existence that you allow God to inhabit? There are many people today in this sadly lost culture who say they believe in God, some kind of God, and they further will say that when you have a problem, you can ask God to help you. That may sound good, but in reality, the people I'm talking about believe you only need to think about God when you have a big problem. Being the nice God that he is, he will show up like a heavenly bellhop. Fix your problem and then go back where he belongs so you can keep on living your life just like you want to. But God is not a heavenly bellhop. He is the creator and Lord of all. If you are a strong man who works out, who's tough and never runs from a fight, If you're a man who takes care of the material needs of yourself and your family by your daily labor, remember this. God made you. He gives you every breath you take. He made those muscles that you have developed so diligently. He gave you the opportunity to make a living and endowed you with whatever skill you possess that enables you to do so. Everything that you have achieved in life could vanish in a moment. In short, you, along with every person in the world, are totally dependent on God. But that's not a bad thing. It's good. It's good to call out to God. 
not just when we're in a mess, but every single day of our lives. God wants your life to be the platform on which he demonstrates to the world his greatness. I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty exciting. God wants me to be a part of what he's doing. Let me finish up with a verse I quote a lot. I, it captured my imagination many years ago when I was a young fellow. It is 2 Chronicles 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are completely his. God is seeking. God is searching. He's searching for somebody who will take him at his word, give himself completely to God, and then watch God do his mighty wonders. I hope you and I are the ones that God finds are willing to let him show himself strong. Together, let's cry out to God with all our hearts. He warmly invites us to do so. Oh, dear God in heaven, the one who made me, who created us, oh God, we need you so desperately. You invited us to call upon you that you might show us great and mighty things, Father God. We call upon you today, Lord. There might be somebody listening perhaps uh, right now, that has a desperate need, that's in a bad way, and I pray, God, that they will cry out to God, and I know you will answer them, Father God. I need you right now. Our family needs you, Lord. Our church needs you. So, dear God, we look to you, and we trust in you, and we believe you're going to answer, and you're going to show yourself mighty. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray that you'll contact me if you haven't already, or if you have, if you'd just like to let me know what this talk meant to you or a prayer request, whatever, please contact me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.